0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Well, it's here—the final week is uh, pretty much over—and uh, it's not one without incidents, of course, like uh, any other week. But uh, it, you think about this day when you when you step on board or when you have your first bad day, like when when would I get off? Uh, you start thinking about that day. When, when, what's it going to be like? Uh, what are, what's going to be happening at that point? When will it be here? Time slows down sometimes, and then finally, when it gets here, you're just like, as a sailor, I would say it's it's kind of bittersweet because yes, you get to go home, you get to relax, you get to uh, be with the people you want to hang out with, and then on the other hand, there's just that nagging feeling that. Um, it's things are going to change again. Maybe that's just me. Maybe uh, uh, other people are not so uh, divided about it. But for me, it's just been uh, <clears throat> it's been weird. It's uh, it's and it's always been like this. Uh, it, at every point, uh, just before sign off, you kind of you kind of look back on the good things and the bad things and things that could have gone better and the things which. Uh, went well and thing you know your successes and your failures and what you learned and um, things to avoid in the future lessons learned all of those things and um, yeah i think this feeling kind of stays with you it stays with me at least for the, at least uh, the first couple of days when i'm back i'm not i'm not a good hang to be honest when i'm back uh, immediately after i'm back uh, maybe a couple of days and then i'll uh, zone out of uh the sailor me and then come back to the normal me and uh, i mean i'm not saying i'm abnorm- abnormal but <laughs> you know what i mean it takes a while to snap out of it and then even even when you go back home that energy still remains you're still you're still waking up early you're still like okay what do i got to do today and then you realize okay there's nothing to do and then you uh start planning your day and you uh, do whatever but uh yeah it's it's been it's been like that it's been bittersweet and uh to stoke the fires a bit, it's, it could have been an easy kind of a retreat from here, but uh, had a bit of an altercation with the boss man a couple of days ago over something really, really stupid, totally avoidable. And this is, this is a problem about how, uh, <clears throat> I would say this is kind of how men communicate, where. Uh, it's it, again, it's it would have it was so easily avoidable where he would have come to me and said something uh, that okay, this is what was should have been done, and this is what my plan was, and now you've done something else. Let's go back to my plan because I'm already done this way. That could have been the easiest, breeziest conversation ever, but then somebody comes up to you and blasts uh, words into your face and starts using the F words and whatever words, and then. To a point you can take it, to a point you can accept it, that yes, that person is senior to you, that person has more experience, but then in the end it is disrespect. And I've, done, I've gone the other way, I, I used to be, and I, I keep telling friends of mine this, like when I was a third engineer, I was I was such a hothead, people used to call me Ghost Rider because my head was always on flames. And this is true, I'm not making this up. Uh, I've gone from that extreme to the other extreme, which was my last trip, where I didn't say anything. I just absorbed everything and I took it. And this comes from reading a lot of Stoic philosophy, where they stress that all your anxieties, all your whatever makes you feel bad, is it's up to you. It's your thoughts, it's your emotions, and then if you learn to master them. Uh, you will not feel uh, because you, you're you making yourself feel bad because these are external influences these are, in terms of voices modulations in the air which you are perceiving as bad and making yourself feel bad so I did that and that that's on my last trip. that's what I learned that if you just keep on taking nonsense from people it's just going to escalate they're not going to stop and they're going to step all over you and then in the end you end up with uh, you end up feeling miserable anyway. So then I realized it's it's uh, it's like everything else. You can't, even in terms of philosophy, you can't take one philosophy and just run with it head on. It's got to be a spectrum where uh, what philosophy applies, how much in this situation, right? Uh, I sh- could have, I should have, and I have exercised restraint uh, against the boss man all this while, but when it came to this kind of a situation where I knew it was unwarranted and I knew that I was not to be blamed for this situation, I decided to react. And then, yes, nothing good comes out of it if two people react and they say things, and uh, uh, it's nobody. There's there's no there's no winner here, there's, and since you're working in a team, it's everybody loses, and uh, the atmosphere of the engine room. Uh, goes for a toss people were witness but they were witnesses to this conversation that happened with hardly a conversation more of a screaming match but uh <clears throat> things were said i said some things he said some things and then in the end we both parted his ways and then here's the other thing and this is another thing which is common to men and older men or whatever and it's it's not that they come down and sit down again and say okay you know what i shouldn't have said this Um, it was my mistake, but you shouldn't have have said that either, and he apologizes, and I apologize, and we shake hands, and we're good. That also doesn't happen. What did happen was, I went off to work for most of the day, and I came back, and I think we'd both cooled off by then. All he did was, he asked me a few questions about um, something in the engine room, and I replied normally, he asked me something again, I replied normally, had a normal conversation. That's when we knew that, uh, yeah, okay, things were back to normal, and there's no hard feelings, because... It's like it's like two raging bulls, you know, you just like lock horns and then you're like, yeah, whatever, it's all good. Could have been avoided, not a good feeling. Uh, I, obviously, I don't enjoy confrontations, but after a point, you have to draw the line, you know. You can't just be on the back foot all the time, especially when you're innocent, especially when you know you're not to be blamed for this stuff. And then the other person is being totally unreasonable. Instead of asking what happened, they come and start blaming you straight away. Without reason, then you gotta push back. At least that's what I think. That's just how it's been with me. And to be honest, I am glad that I've got that fire back because I, have, I would, I felt like I had turned soft. I used to take a lot of nonsense for the last year, and then I'm, I'm glad I gave it back. To be honest. Anywho, minor altercation. I think. I guess these things happen. I mean, uh, if you put grown men in an environment which is isolated, secluded, and uh, away their interests and their whatever then it's bound to happen I would say that's just how it is anyway the sad thing is I he now has to write my appraisal I have a feeling he's gonna uh, get biased now he anyway is of the opinion that uh, things have not been ideal things could have been better and people are slacking off Everyone's lagging, according to him, but uh, and I tried to tell him that the state of the ship which I inherited compared to that and the way things are now, it's it's a big difference and then it's not like you can transform a ship in three months, which we kind of have because out of the dry dock, the ship was a total mess, it was a total disaster and uh, well, I have a feeling that's this argument is going to color his judgment. He's going to write things in my appraisal, which I'm not going to accept, that I'm going to hear it from the office. And I didn't accept my appraisal on my last ship either because of the reasons which I have mentioned before. And then the worst thing is all the good work that me and my team did, the, and everything, everything we did to, to transform the ship from the way it was to what it is now, is going to get lost. Everything is going to be down to a couple of lines of text and that's going to define my time spent here. And that's just sad because we did, we did good work and I'm actually proud of my team. We did really, really, we transformed the ship and I know I keep saying this, but we actually did. I wish I had taken pictures of the before and after situation, but it's, we did good work here. I have a feeling. And the same guy I believe is going to come back and I'm pretty sure he's going to be happy with the way things are now compared to what it was when he left. <clears throat> but that's the thing is there's going to be no record of it it's going to be a couple of lines of text which are going to be that uh this guy's got bad attitude or whatever and then yeah that's that's all there is and uh, because i didn't sign the appraisal on my last ship company was already um they were keen they wanted a quote second opinion and then now this has happened on this ship so that's gone so yeah i don't know i don't know what's going to happen but anyway i it's again it's a mixed feeling because this could be my last ship this could be the last few days on board and i was i was sitting on deck uh, working on something and i just looked at the horizon and it's just water everywhere and it's fantastic blue ocean blue skies just fantastic and i was like i've taken this view for granted for so many years i mean every day i open my shade and i look outside and it's just mesmerizing It's going to be awkward not having uh, that at all. I don't know if this is... I mean, I might come to sea on a cruise ship or as I have uh, voiced my uh, plan, I might join the Sea Shepherds for a contractor where I do want to use my skills for good and uh, not just to make some rich company even richer. I don't want to do that. Just that. Now that I have the option of, uh, you know, bifurcating from the path I'm on, In addition to that, the next couple of years are a giant question mark. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to try and get into some universities and study some more. Who knows how that's going to pan out? Going back to the real world, it's been uh, this is this is the this is the only life I've known. I started sailing when I was 18. This is this is all I know. And now uh, I I don't even know how to um, work with people, uh, you know, and in like a society. I don't know. I've just been that distant person. I come, I look at people, I scoff at them, then I I go back to see. But no, it's going to be interesting. So yeah, mixed feelings here, mixed, mixed feelings. I I don't know what to think about it, but it's, the future surely is interesting. Uh, And uh, worst comes to worst, if nothing does materialize, I will, uh, I will have to, I would say, come back to see because uh as, the, as that song goes from 21 Pilots, it says, wake up, you need to make money. <laughs> yeah, so a couple of years uh, down the road, we'll see how things are. I will, of course, uh, be here on this podcast and I'll keep you up, updated anyway. So last port, China was also this week and it was a disaster. We had a sludge discharge operation. Everything was fine, connected, host connected, everything on time. We start the pump, there's no pressure and I'm I'm on the manifold at this point just to check that there's no leaks on the manifold and the guy says suction pressure is fine, zero discharge pressure. I said, that's hard. So I walk down and this at this point the pump has run for like 10 minutes and I, I go down and I double check everything, it looks fine, there is no discharge pressure to be honest and uh, I open the drain on the discharge line, nothing. And then I check all the valves and it turns out the suction valve from the sludge tank was shut. So the pump has run dry for 10 minutes. And this is a low pump. They have rubber lobes which uh, generate suction. And th- these are good for high viscous uh, fluids, you know, to be pumped uh, too high to whatever. And uh, so we open the valve and we try everything and then there's still no pressure. And at this point, I just touch the pump casing and it's hot. That's when I realized... Oh, uh, it's run dry for too long and it's probably damaged. So with the hose connected and the sludge bars alongside, these guys have no patience. Man. They just keep like blowing their horns and they're just like, what's going on? There's no pressure. Da, 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 whatever. But obviously, they're on a schedule too, so why not? So we opened up the pump. I opened up the pump and it was, as expected, one lobe was completely gone. It was just melted and that chunk of rubber that was missing was nowhere to be found. It probably traveled up the discharge pipe. God knows where it is now. And, uh, we had some spare lobes on board but the shaft had looked like it had become oversized looked like it had heated up so anyway we are filing these robes a little bit just to get them to slide onto the shaft and they finally managed to do it and we installed it, and finally we started discharging sludge only to find that the manifold connection is leaking and then we tried and everything we did everything and then it turned out that the gasket was a little too thin and uh that's why no matter how much you tighten it, it just won't go. And then the flange that the barge had provided was not entirely matching up with our the holes on our manifold. So we, it was a bit askew and the bolts were big for that flange, not our flange. And it was off. It was just weird. But we discharged sludge, managed to... it was We kept a bucket under it, it kept dripping. And by the end, two buckets filled up with sludge. Uh, so not ideal, and then we released the barge and everything. But something that should have taken two hours took six hours, and I was at the heart of the operation, and I was I was completely pissed. And it was all down to ignorance, uh, ignorance, simple checks. You could have you could, you need to check these things, you know. If the valves are if the valves are open, this is basic stuff. Ah, <sighs> anywho, that got done, and uh, yeah, finished all my paperwork finished all my forms, all my handovers are done uh, they're ready uh, nothing tonight, we're still uh, a day away from Singapore 1900 tomorrow on a Sunday that's why I'm recording early today because Sunday I'm going to be on watch and I'm going to be on arrival so 1900 uh, we're going to have a pilot on board and then 2100 we're going to be alongside I, I'm not sure if my reliever is there They I received his flights uh, via email and uh i don't want to i have his number i'm, I'm not that i don't want to bother people when i'm uh, when they are home and i'm sailing i don't want to text them have you reached although i would like to find out if he in fact did take his flight if he did clear his covid uh, pcr test before flying and if he's if it's all good i would like to know but uh, i don't want to text him so we'll see in any case we are going to be around this area for some time because it's singapore malaysia singapore again so even if he does miss his flight or whatever, touch wood, I hope nothing happens. We do have to have some time because I don't want to head off to Africa again. It's a long, long journey. Uh, anyway. So yeah, this is pretty much the end of the Life at Sea Part 2 series, you can call it. Tomorrow is still the last day and uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's going to be pretty much... Uh, normal as expected like sunday morning rounds and then uh, arrival and then uh, handover and then pick up your bags and get out the ship's going to leave monday morning 12 o'clock monday afternoon 12 o'clock i don't know when i'll get picked up so yeah i just got to be ready whenever they call i gotta bounce and get out of here anyway that's about it so next time you hear from me i'll be home back home again with my original uh, set up with some more intro music, with some uh, better, some quality mics, and uh, yeah, we will continue our podcast journey from there. And thank you for tuning in. I, I we this series did get a lot of uh, listens. It uh, I did get a lot of uh, questions from you guys. Thank you for staying in and tuning in. And uh, to my regular listeners, thank you so much for your support. It's it's what really keeps me going. And I do like this, even though I've um, so far, I've made zero bucks from it. I do like uh, doing this. I do like talking. I'm not saying I like my voice, but I do like to talk. But uh, yeah, I will keep at it. So as long as they're listeners to tune in. Alrighty, thank you so much. I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.